The flight deck is made possible by the generous donors supporting the Museum of Flight. You can support this podcast and the Museum of Flight's other initiatives across the United States and the world by visiting museumofflight.org slash podcast. Hello and welcome to The Flight Deck, the podcast for the Museum of Flight in Seattle, Washington. I am your host, Sean Mobley. Every artifact at the Museum of Flight tells a story, and today we're going behind the scenes to learn the story of an artifact, one that can also talk back to us. Toward the end of the museum's new Apollo exhibit, in an unassuming case, you will find a cassette tape. Kids these days might not even know what a cassette is. <laughs> I met with Peter Nelson, one of the exhibit developers at the museum, to learn more about what's on this cassette tape, and also to share the rather terrifying and thrilling adventure he went on to get this tape ready for its interactive display. Peter, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Sean. And you are one of the exhibit developers here at the Museum of Flight. Yep, that's right. So tell me about uh, the Apollo exhibit is is fairly new here at the museum. Tell me about your your favorite piece in the exhibit. Well, the exhibit has so many great artifacts. You know, everything from our F1 engines and our lunar rovers. But my favorite artifact in the entire exhibit is way on the back wall and that is a cassette tape from Pete Conrad that he took up to Skylab 1. Before too long, we're going to have to have explanations of what cassette tapes are. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, totally. So this tape went to space. Yes, yep, it went to space in 1973 as part of Skylab 1, the first manned mission to the space station Skylab. Um, it was actually Skylab 2, but it's considered Skylab 1 because it was the first manned mission to it. Okay. Now, what I really like about the Apollo exhibit is all the interactive displays. And something that's really cool in the Apollo exhibit is uh, you can look at the mixtape, yeah, but you can actually listen to some select tracks of it. How did, uh, how did we go from taking a tape, how old is it now, 30, 40, 50 years old? Yeah, about 40 years. Uh, and, and make it accessible so that you can just touch a button and hear, hear pieces of it. Well, when we were looking at artifacts uh, to help tell the story about what happened after the Apollo program, uh, we have a lot of Pete Conrad's personal effects, so astronaut Pete Conrad. And one of the things that was loaned to the museum was this cassette tape. And as soon as I saw the cassette tape as part of that collection, I saw on it that there was uh, names of country music stars like Loretta Lynn and Tom T. Hall um, and Conway Twitty. That was just kind of scribbled in pencil on the label. And as soon as I saw that, I just thought, you know what? We really need to find out what songs are on this. Because um, essentially it's a mixtape that went to space. And so the first thing would be to digitize it. So we wanted to take the music off of the cassette. Um, yeah, and so that's how we started the process. So digitizing something that went to space, that sounds terrifying to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it's, this is an artifact, and it's on loan to us. Um, so we're, you know, we're protecting it. We are the protectors of the tape itself. And you have to think that a 40-year-old cassette tape can be pretty fragile, 
you're dealing with this tape that can tear, this tape that can break apart. It could even be brittle at this point, depending on, on how it's been stored. And so we first wanted to assess the tape to make sure that it was actually possible to digitize. And the main thing was also that we wanted to make sure that we were doing it proper. So we went out into the um, museological network here in Seattle, um, and we were pointed towards the University of Washington and their special collections group to find somebody that was a professional in restoration of tape and that stuff. So, Right, because protecting the artifacts is, I mean, it's one of, it, we're all here protectors of the collection. Yeah, from... that's it. We are protectors of the collection. Absolutely. So you have the professionals on board to do this. And uh, so, so what happened when you went over there and pressed play on the tape? Well, so we took this up to Sandpoint. That's where the University of Washington has um, their restoration lab for uh, cassette and uh, film um, and met up with a professional. And yeah, he brought me over to a tape digitizer, a cassette digitizer. And it didn't look like much more than what we would have here at the museum, but it, it did seem like it was a bit more of the industrial size kind of cassette digitizer. And we popped it in the player uh, just to check to see what was on it um, before we started digitizing. And the first thing that I heard was what I believed was Loretta Lynn's voice. And it, it wasn't a song. It seemed like she was speaking. And so that was the first thing I got really excited. And within two seconds of hearing her voice, the tape stopped. And that's when I realized there must be something wrong. And so I asked the guy to hit the stop button. Um, that's when your heart stopped too. Yeah, that's when my heart stopped too. <laughs> Um, you know, I was kind of expecting something to happen, but um, we stopped the tape and pulled it out and realized that the tape itself had gone inside the cassette. So at one point it broke off and wrapped itself up inside of the cassette itself. And so it was one of those moments where your mind's racing, you're trying to figure out what to do next. Um, I talked to the professional about well, can we open this up? And do they have like the skills to put it back together properly? And and the guy said, yes, I could do that. But the problem is, is that this is a very cheap cassette tape. Um, it seems that NASA didn't flip for one of the more expensive uh, tapes at the time. This one was sonically sealed versus having tiny screws that you, we could um, undo to help open the case. Since it's sonically sealed, we're going to have to break open the tape to get to the tape itself. And so it was at that point that I said that we couldn't make this decision right now. And I needed to get the artifact back to the museum as soon as possible um, so that we could write a condition report to it and contact the person who loaned it to us, which is the widow Conrad. And so that's what I did. But, uh, you know, we clearly have the music in the exhibit. So what happened next? Yeah. Well, so at this point, um, we'd asked the, the widow Conrad, you know, what should we do? Is it, is it possible? Would it be okay if we popped open the tape somehow? If we figured out a way to do that, would she allow us to do that? And she agreed that she really wanted to find out what was on this tape. You know, she'd had it in her possession for years and years and years. And she was intrigued by the fact that there was a chance that these country music stars were actually speaking on it. 
Um, if you're going to be married to, to Pete Conrad, then you're going to be somebody who, <laughs> yeah, who is who's interested. Really who, just going to yeah. go with it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So the first step, um, she said it was okay. So the first step was to find a, con- a conservator that we could trust to, to work on this. Uh, the people at the University of Washington didn't feel comfortable doing it. So I asked out into the community further. So contacted people at KEXP, um, which is the nonprofit radio station here in Seattle. And they've been doing a lot of restoration on or conservation on their own tape library. And I was getting pointed towards this group called GT Recording. And GT Recording is a small storefront up north on Highway 99, up on Aurora. They're just a small storefront. They've been doing this restoration of, of cassettes and film type stuff for like 30 years. They were trusted um, by the community of audiophiles, so you know that they have to know what they're doing. Um, and so I took the tape as an artifact, carried it up there to GT Recording up on Aurora and talked with the people there. Um, and it turned out that they had done some conservation work on some other stuff for the museum years and years and years ago. Uh, so we've had a relationship with them before. And, um, and I told them the problem and the issue with the cassette being sonically sealed and everything. And he felt pretty confident, the guy working up at GT Recording, he felt pretty confident that we would be able to, to restore the tape. But he was going to have to break into it. Uh, I told him to please not if he could just try not to break it because once again it is about the music that's in there and that is what we were interested in but the artifact itself had been in space so that is something you know the artifact itself tells that story and and of course this would just add to that artifact story you know the (laughs) whole process but you know at the same time let's try not to do that um uh and he said that he would give me a call the next day um to let me know at this point, we're full on building the Apollo exhibit. So we're pretty busy. Um, and I didn't receive a phone call from him the next day. But it was early the morning after that, that I received a phone call from him. Um, and he told me that he had good news two times over. One was that he was able to not only get the tape out, but he was also able to add more adhesive to the tape without breaking the tape and that was that was great he said that the tape could now play um, but then he also digitized the tape and he said that the second part the good news was that i was correct that was loretta lynn speaking so loretta lynn actually speaking to the skylab astronauts and that not only loretta lynn but all of the the stars on the tape um gave a little shout out to the astronauts, all little personal shout outs to the astronauts. And so what I realized was that this is probably a one-off recording from Nashville in 1973 of all these Nashville stars. Uh, And so it's kind of its cool own capture of history right there. Are you a music fan? Do you do? Are you a musician? Do what's your connection to music personally? Yeah, so I'm a musician. Um, I'm part of a community in West Seattle of musicians, and I've been playing for years. and And I'm also an audiophile, meaning I'm really interested in the history of music. You know, as part of being a historian in the Seattle area, music plays a big part of that. And so uh, I've always been interested in music history, and so. This was kind of like striking gold. Um, 
you know, this chance to not only hear the songs that were chosen for this tape, but also um, hearing the, the, the country music stars actually speaking to the astronauts was amazing. You recognized Loretta Lynn's speaking voice just from hearing a couple seconds? Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm a big Loretta Lynn fan. Um, I've listened to Loretta Lynn for years and years and years, and I just, I could pick that voice out. She has a very, very specific sound in her voice. Um, so hearing that voice made your heart stop. Yeah, no, for sure. And then yeah. your heart I mean, stopped again. Yeah, I seeing her name uh, scribbled in pencil on the front of that tape, um, I wanted to see what was on the tape because just the idea that someone's listening to Loretta Lynn in space is just exciting. You know, that's such a cool thing. Just your mind starts wandering of, of what it was like to float around the earth, staring down at earth, listening to Loretta Lynn. Uh, yeah. And so I just got really excited about the idea of hearing that, but, um, yeah. Well, why don't we play one of these messages, uh, to, uh, to the astronauts? Okay. Hi Pete. Hi Joe. Hi, Paul. This is Loretta Lynn. You know I've traveled all over the world singing country music, but it's hard to imagine that you all will travel farther on this one trip than I'll travel in a lifetime. How about leaving some of my songs up there on Skylab One, Pete? Okay? I told you. What I appreciate looking at the track list is uh, none of these are like ironic songs, <laughs> with the exception to maybe Bridge to the Future. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, uh, it, clearly, this was not something that was a joke. It was something that he brought up because he was passionate about it and wanted to have his comfort music with him, uh, yeah. basically. Yeah, um, it turns out that Pete Conrad... Um, as you can hear from Jenny uh, Pruitt, the first artist on the track, she gives a shout out to Pete Conrad and, and says, thanks for visiting us down here at the Grand Ole Opry. You know, it sounds like he was pretty close with some of these artists. Uh, he would go travel down to Nashville and he, he would go see shows. And not only was he a huge country fan, but he was actually close with these country artists. So it's an, it's almost like they're giving a little shout out to their friend who's going up into space. Um, so it's a really personal touch to it. Okay. Well, if you want to check out this tape for yourself, I, I just have to compliment you and, and the whole exhibits team. I mean, the Apollo exhibit is amazing. Thank and, you. And we're all looking forward also, obviously, to Destination Moon. Oh, absolutely. Here uh, next year, 2019. Yeah. No, that's going to be really exciting to have the uh, Apollo 11 capsule here amongst our artifacts. Yeah. It'll be a really good mix, and we've already got a great mix, courtesy of <laughs> Pete Conrad. Thank you so much, Peter. Yeah, thank you, Sean. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Flight Deck, the podcast for the Museum of Flight in Seattle, Washington. I hope you enjoyed this peek behind the scenes at one of our artifacts. If you did enjoy it, please subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date on our episodes and take a few minutes to write a review of us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you downloaded us from. You can check out this tape yourself and hear more excerpts from the Galactic Explorer Mixtape Volume 1 in the museum's Apollo exhibit next time you visit. Email the show at podcasts at museumofflight.org and you can find more content on our website, museumofflight.org slash podcast. 
Until next time, I'm your host, Sean, saying we'll see you out there, folks. 